Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hail to the Chin podcast, a companion podcast that goes alongside the television show Ash vs. Evil Dead. About two episodes so far. Episode three up is book books from beyond. Sorry, uh, excited guys. Hey, yeah, yeah. Series I, so far has gone absolutely brilliantly. It can only get better, I imagine. I mean, the the pilot was amazing, but I thought the books from beyond um, this episode. I I really like this episode. Mm. I felt, I'm not saying the. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Bait was a, a bad episode. I'm just saying I, I enjoyed this one a hell of a lot more than Bait. Yeah. How about you, Steve? This is a big episode that everything was kind of leading towards and is, was going to be kind of like the centerpiece, I guess, of the of the starting after the pilot kind of story arc. And yeah, yeah I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal and fantastic. So I've got Stars Originals Presents up on my screen now. So if ready we're ready to go. To go before we get going, though, if you want to tweet us during the episode or just tweet us in general, you can follow us on Twitter at Hail to the Chin. That's two as the number two. So that's Hail to the Chin on Twitter if you want to follow along. But nevertheless, let's get cracking, chat. Oh, done. Um, oh. No, what I was going to say is um, what I found is listening back to these. I mean, you don't necessarily have to watch the episode with us. I mean, you can just listen to these on your travels. I've found that. You know, it's it's interestingly enough just to listen to us, like listen to the Evil Dead chat and that, you know, without just talking about references yeah. and stuff like that because yeah. it's just a ton, a ton. Right. Yeah. Nevertheless, though, Sam. But if you are, well, yeah. But if you are listening along to the episode, yeah. then um, yeah. So in three, two, one, and play. Rock and roll. <clears throat> All right. I love it how the um, sort of like the recap just. <laughs> you can never get enough of that one's dive, can you? I think they know that as well. It's like, yep, Ash is awesome. Yeah, so the uh, you've got a little recap here, haven't you, of uh, what's the road so far? The road so far. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Supernatural reference. Yeah, wrong show. <laughs> well, so talking about Supernatural, the, um, the little alien thing in this, uh, not the alien, see, that's what I'm talking about, Supernatural again. But the, um, yeah, the thing they summon in this episode reminded me of the, the thing in the woods in the second episode of Supernatural. Yeah. Was it the wind, Wendigo? Yeah, the Wendigo. Hmm. I've got some, I've got some views on the, uh, the, the, uh, the total nerd wimpy demon. Mm. to uh yeah bring up later on but that's me that's can we just comment on the music here as yeah. well yeah it's so out of place but at the same time i don't i don't know why it still feels so right it's does anyone else agree you, isn't it? it's just but um yes i think i mean although this episode's not directed by sam raimi it's just very sam raimi-esque yeah. isn't it I guess that's I the reassurance, I've... though, as well, where Bruce and that were saying that although Raimi will not be doing the whole entire series, he's watching it, you know, he's watching it from behind, making sure that people are doing things correctly. Yeah. I mean, I did see online a few negative reviews, but I think just people just nitpicking for the sake of mm. nitpicking. Yeah. And I think some... I guess Steve just cut out then, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do... Between me and you then, Sam... How good does Lucy Lawless look still? That's what I was about to say. Was, uh, oh. <laughs> Lucy Lawless just looks fucking banging. Oh, Lucy Lawless is flawless. Yeah, she she is my new older lady crush at the moment. <laughs> she, she not, I mean, you say older lady, I think what well, she's closing in on 50, but she doesn't look it at all. No, she's just still looks so good. But 
as well, considering she's the professor's uh, the professor's daughter. I think what a great like selection of a lady, really. You're gonna what you're gonna need a character that's out for some malice, is pissed off. Uh, I guess probably knows the history of her father. I think yeah. she's quite quite a per. She plays a character really well as Ruby. Yeah. And she's, she's a badass. Yeah, I was going to say, she's not afraid of him. I like the way that she just kicks his uh, dead eyes. Yeah. <laughs> dead eyes <aren't> <laughs> I love the bit um, uh, where she just starts flicking the... Uh... Flicking the fork, yeah. <laughs> in the eyes. It's such a... Do you know what I think's really good that I was really happy with in this particular scene that expressed it a lot? What was that? Just this is the voice. The, the, the one thing, talking about the Evil Dead reboot, the one thing that kind of irritated me a little bit was the fact that I felt the Deadites voices weren't as demonic in the reboot, but in the television series as such, the, they sound horrible. And it's those voices that terrified me when I was like 12 watching it for the first time. Yeah, it's just, it is that eighties sort mm. of um, like voice. Mm. Um, trying to think of the word, but anyway, yeah, I don't think there was a, pl- it wasn't really, a place for it in the reboots but i love how this guy's face is just melting yeah i like as well <laughs> it clearly answered the question for steve didn't it steve was asking about the um the demon dagger from yeah. the originals and clearly there you go yeah here we go here's the crew the, the pack yeah shouldn't be up. <laughs> See, this is one of my favourite scenes in the, uh, yeah. the episode. Just Ash being Ash. What I like most about the opening um, is that now you kind of kind of see more of why the Kandarian dagger would be kept with the book. Yeah. You know, it looks as if, you know, basically it always goes hand in hand with the book because I always thought maybe it was for, like, sacrifices, yeah. Which it quite possibly be, but the way Lucy Lawless, um, Ruby's using it, and it's kind of burning the dead eye, it's sort of like it could be protection for mm. the summoner. Like, basically, it's yeah. the only weapon that really sort of like repels dead eyes yeah, properly. Because I never I... really sort of saw that. No, exactly, yeah. One thing I want to point out in this scene that really got me. Don't speak us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, look. <clears throat> Watch Dana in the background in a bit. Hold on. Radio silence. One sec. Well, you'll see it in a moment. Look, Dana at one point is desperately trying not to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I must say, I mean, I'm finding already three episodes in and the the relationships are like (laughs) effortless of these characters. Look at her. She's desperately trying not to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, he's like, uh, you know, he's like, I'm not. You do know I'm not Mexican. He's like, that's the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, just... you're you're correct with what you was just saying as well. It's like they've been doing this forever, haven't they? It's, yeah, yeah. They just gelled so well. Mm. Works perfectly. But as well, Sam, in reference to um, what you were saying about Ash's sort of, I, I guess, almost expected racial slur was just <laughs> that's the spirit. Yeah. Off the cuff. Just still doesn't care. I, I love that. Like... Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Sam. No, no. I was going to say a bit. You, you might go ahead, mate, because this was probably going to be a long little 
little rant. Or, not mm-hmm. a rant, but go on. Say what you well, want. I was really going to say, how, how drag me to hell does this particular set look? Well, this is what I... Um... <clears throat> This is what I said in the last episode, wasn't it? Like by the card and the little preview, I said it just reminds me so much of the um, the guy in Drag Me to Hell, wasn't he? It was like the uh, the seance guy. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if... Um, see, I only watched Drag Me to Hell recently, but if I watch that again, them scenes and this, I bet there's a, a few little Easter eggs in here. Yeah, there's, there's got to be. be some nods, yeah. Yeah, but um, no. What I was going to say is about the like the evolution of Ash, like how he how he changes over the three films, and we've basically settled for Army of Darkness Ash in the series. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all happy with that, though. Yeah. Well, this is the the character of Ash that is built for the video games, and you know mm. things like My Name Is Bruce, and even stuff. as his online persona, almost. You know. Yeah. It's it's almost it's almost kind of like Steve was saying, or like the two of you pointed out as well, that um, Army of Darkness cl- has clearly been forgotten now in the uh, in the franchise. <laughs> well, uh, obviously we we had said because basically what we well and what I'd done, I think Dean you did the same, didn't you, over the summer? Mm. Um, we avoided everything on this unless there yes. was a fish unless it was official Comic Con kind of panels from stars. We avoided all um, articles, all, all videos on the show. Spoiler leaks, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we didn't want anything ruined. So there is actually some stuff that we missed out. So, you know, we did, obviously, it is the fact that they don't have the rights to Army of Darkness. So we've already mm. sort of sort that out. But that's what I'm saying. Because because we went dark, didn't we, over the summer before it's yeah. the show's release. You know, there's stuff that we're finding out now that we're able to, sort of, we've come out of our kind of like little bunker to. Mm. Mm. Well, that's like I, I tweeted earlier <laughs> saying that, it's so good to see that this TV show is answering so many questions after so many Bang years. In. <laughs> Banging. <laughs> Lucy Lawless. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. False cam. And that, yeah, the, so good. I love this scene between Dana and Ray. Yeah. I love how no matter where they are, there's always a forest nearby as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is Michigan, though. Michigan is yeah. pretty foresty around. As you as you well know. As I well know. <laughs> <laughs> the many summers you've spent in yeah. Michigan. I love the um, the blood sort of still on the dashboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just driving around. Yeah. I think that's what I'm probably going to have to do as well when I next go over to Michigan um, with my wife. I'm good, probably going to have to run through a forest with a camera again. <laughs> you and about three thousand other fanboys all just running <laughs> yeah. camcorders. You'll be like, "This is cool. No one's ever done this." Yeah, <laughs> like, you exactly. just get there and it's just flooded. Start trying to tag it on YouTube and this just mm. fucking everybody's done it already. Badass cop girl. I love that line. Is there mm. any world where this doesn't have something to do with Ash? <laughs> <laughs> I think they've nailed the bookstore keep uh, the bookstore character as well. Even the, just the way he looks, he looks like the sort of guy that would lock himself away with mm. all of this sort of black magic and cult sort of stuff. Well, he looks like the kind of guy that would do that, but within the Evil Dead universe. Mm, mm. <laughs> Pablo cracks on her head and he's like, she said she was a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Self-defense. I love it, Harry. He's, he's also quite quick-witted as well. And dumb. Mm. His comebacks are quite sort of, I don't know, almost childish that, yeah. as to what you would probably expect Ash to be like when he was that young. Well, I don't. I don't think Pablo's an idiot. 
is he? Really? Oh no, he's not an idiot. No, no, he's the brains. He, of the he isn't between he isn't, well between the two he, of them. He wouldn't be the cool kid in a in in school though. Do you know what I mean? He would still mm. be looked at as a bit of a bit of a douche. <laughs> he would. His character. No, he would be. He would. He's not part of the cool kids, is he? No. But we love him because we're not the cool kids. Speak for yourself. <laughs> now, mate, Pablo. <laughs> yeah, except for that one guy on the imdb forum oh, is like my. saying like pablo needs to go he's bringing nothing to the show he's like, are you kidding me what an absolute Sorry, moron yeah just i don't know how anyone can't not like the character pablo i don't get i don't get it how well ash would... ash is a great character that he can you know he can support like he can i love this animation like, yeah he can like run a film but this is you're talking about like a what is this a 10 episode series yeah. Well, you're, yeah, you're possibly looking at six seasons in a film, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't have six seasons of the opening of Evil Dead Two where it's just Ash by himself for crying out loud. Yeah. So all the comic, even, book, it, even the comic book films, don't they? They have uh, not films, uh, TV yeah. shows always have more main characters than are in the comic. You know? Yeah. Steve, you mentioning about the this animation particularly. Yeah. This is one thing. As well. This is one one thing that amazed me as well was. We've always wondered how the book was created. It's bound in yeah. human flesh, eaten in human blood. Even that animation, I was just like, that has just filled, filled the void that I've been questioning for so many years and thought about for so many years. Yeah, it's so it's a, good. It's basically an expo- exposition dump, but mm. done succinctly, quickly, yeah. and in a great style. Done, that's it. No, we don't need, you know, we don't need an entire episode focusing on that. I can't just express still how great this episode is, even so far. It's so good. But going back to the Evil Dead 2 thing as well, so even sort of like for the sort of like second act of Army of Darkness, the whole film revolves around Ash out in the wilderness by himself, virtually. Mm-hmm. Fighting, you know, fighting against mini Ash and sort of like, you know, evil Ash and the skeletons yeah. and that. But yeah, yeah, so you can't have that. You can't have that in a, you know, in a season, in a TV show. No, precisely. It wouldn't work. No matter how much we love Ash, it just wouldn't work. Plus, you need obviously the team to be called Ghost Beaters, and you can't, you can't just, you can't, can't just have one guy for other reasons. Can't just well. <laughs> you smooth brown Einstein. Oh, what a quote! You smooth brown Einstein. <laughs> that's another thing as well. Is Ash is is like this character that's just awesome, but he's he's almost stuck in a difference of like generation kind of thing, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I love just how as well he's he's he he feels he's so confident like Pablo was again trying to tell him to say this probably isn't a good idea but he was he's like he's taken Pablo's idea of summoning and he's like yeah that's great I'm going to lead the train now for like doing this and summoning this demon great idea Pablo uh, I don't think it's a great idea Ash no shut up Pablo it's a great idea right let's do this and he's still sort of ignorant towards it yeah and then it's like oh Pablo why'd you make me do that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> never takes responsibility yeah if it goes right, he he will he will always claim like praise for it. Goes wrong, someone else's fault. Mm. Good old fashioned devil's trap style summoning yeah. circle there. I wonder if they just sat there and said, "Yeah, just etch anything into the soul. It's not it's not relevant." No, no. I mean, it is. They've they've done research. This is a you know sort of an actual thing. You know, the mm. whole sort of like salt and chalk circles and oh sort yeah of like, yeah. You know, it's not just sort of like Constantine and supernatural that sort of stuff. Oh, I was thinking even just know. the little etchings. Do you think they, they've gone to that much detail? That'd be they interesting go, to know. Oh, they're hard to find out, is it nowadays? Yeah, Google it. Oh, true. Yeah. Just 
look up like some ancient runes, you know, some ancient sort of like language, and just do a, you know write set, yeah. write Ash was here in uh, like, yeah. ancient Sumerian, you know. I was to say it must be pretty quick on set as well, anyway, mustn't it? Film it for quick search on Google, done. I've always uh, thought it'd be funny, well, not be funny, but it'd be weird if, like, you know, because you're just plucking these ancient sort of like words out of the air or kind of making them up, whatever sounds phonetically kind of like cool <laughs> and spooky. What happens if one day you accidentally say four or five words that does summon something oh, onto a film <laughs> yeah. set, you know? I think it's funny, and like shows like this and Supernatural and all the like concert, they always manage to get a perfect circle as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No one's like, ah, oh, fuck, they've done it wrong. Ah, oh, fuck, got it's an egg shape. <laughs> Don't worry, that I mean, that was probably in the draft of a script. If Ash had to do one himself, it was basically, it would have been, it has to be a perfect circle, but he mm. doesn't do it perfect, and that's how the demon gets out or something, because yeah. mm. he does everything half-assed. Ghost beer. <laughs> <laughs> His little cheeky light. I love the little uh, elbow yeah. bump. <laughs> <laughs> now... I, I mean, again, um, so obviously people um, had a little bit of criticism this week of the demon. Right. You know, really? Yeah, Elagos, the total nerd, wimpy demon, who's more, ele- you know, hella gross. But, yeah, it's because, well, he's not... They're saying it because he's not traditional deadite design. What the fuck? Really? But, oh, come off it. Yeah. But, but this, I will say, this is the first time that we've ever seen a deadite summoned directly into a into like the confined kind of devil's trap style. Yeah, circle. and into reality essentially. So, yeah. yeah, into reality. Every other time we've seen a, a the um, a deadite summoned, they're summoned. Then they then they take on a meat suit and possess yeah. them. This is the That's first exactly time we can yeah. see basically what um like a raw like a pure form. Yeah. Well, yeah, so essentially, you know what I mean? we've only ever seen, a, yeah, a human form of a deadite, essentially. Or even like an animal form, but it's... Oh, yeah. Because it's possessing something else, it's not actually OG demon. Mm. Did any... Oh, Dana. Oh, yeah, I know, I'm just a bit mesmerised by us. <laughs> oh, Dana. Do you know what would have been cool? That mask that's sitting on the shelf behind Dana. Wouldn't it be cool if they somehow try and reference the actual mask from the Jim Carrey movie? I thought it was at first, actually. When, <laughs> I saw, when it, when when it, it flew it, across the room, yeah, when I it flew had across. to have a second take. Yeah, me too. I did exactly the same. Mm. It'd be interesting if they even thought about that. But like you've said, Sam, as well, if we we could probably go back to Drag Me to Hell and we could probably sit there and look at this bookstore and be like, oh, look, that that's there. Yeah. Like, for instance, on the, the stone with the goat, like the, um, the yeah, there you go, the... Uh, the ram's skull on that. You never know. That might sort of be sitting there somewhere. <laughs> takes a lot more words to summon this uh, Elagos than it does just to summon the entire <laughs> evil Yeah, the, the entire <laughs> spirit, isn't it? Yeah. The one that really fucks shit up. <laughs> you can unleash basically like the Deadite Apocalypse with only a handful of words, but this one takes like an entire paragraph. I like it as well. Just then it looked like the demon took a wrong turn in the forest. Mm. <laughs> it was like, oh, crap. <laughs> See, I, I, I really like the design of this. It's, it you know what reminds me of, do you remember the Aphex twin video from back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, that screaming kind of guy. I mean, it's not quite, but it does. It looks like a bit like that with the flickering and the twitching. Yeah, like the digital well. flickering. It looks so mm. good. Crossed Fish. with something you'd see from like Guillermo del Toro. Mm. Mm. There we go. It sort of makes sense as well when um 
we'd heard Dana said she couldn't talk, uh, she couldn't scream, and it was kind of relevant in this episode as well. I love this little little bit. <laughs> 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 Just the eye is so funny, isn't it? <laughs> it's such a great scene that's why we're all sitting in radio silence for anybody listening the page flat like whacking him in the face as well i wonder how planned that was why would anyone fall for that no exactly Uh-oh. It's oh, it's such a great scene. Even with like the noises and stuff. Yeah. Does anybody recognise the bookshop owner at all from anything? Uh, at first, I thought, is that David Arquette? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> David Arquette. Oh my god. <laughs> it's really like Steve. You. You nailed it in saying that the fact of that we've never seen a, de- uh, a deadite manifested, you know, we've never seen a demon manifested, and it's such an interesting scene. Well, it was just that I was reading a lot of the reviews, and they were so like they were criticising it, saying obviously like it's more it's more of a Clive Barker kind of looking Cenobite design, and that's so good. But, but then I thought like this is this is like I I can't recall a single time that a deadite hasn't had some kind of meat suit, or I suppose. The mini, mini ashes, but they were a copy mm. of ash, weren't they? Still, yeah. You know, so you, you got to think the dead eyes always tend to have like glassed over eyes. Yeah. And this, say like a uh, one, like it doesn't even have eyes. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of that scene from uh, Independence Day. You know, Actually, really. you know, oh yeah. <laughs> really. You say um. <laughs> With obviously with, with like the also the, the the kind of like color of the demon, you can imagine. Imagine if that that took your skin and pulled it over you like um Ugh. like in Men in Black or something. That's kind of what your eyes might color would look like. Yeah. Have that I don't know how blue anybody, kind of like glazed look. I don't know how anybody could complain about this deadite because, as far as I'm concerned, that's one of the meanest looking arseholes I've seen in my life. Ash being cocky as usual. Yeah. Yeah, but there's been there's loads of different. I mean, different deadites. You look at Army of Darkness. You've got the Pit Witch. That's a completely yep. different look. Yep. Um, you've got the Flying Deadite from the from the end of from the end of Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Army of Darkness. You've got the um the Waterlogged Deadite in the Pit as well. That's what the, the Pit Witch. Oh right, the Pit Witch. Yeah. Sorry, I was talking about the one that came out of the wall and chased him at the end. Yeah, that's what I mean. The Pit Witch. Oh right. The Witch of the Pit. See the Pit. Oh. To the Pit with him. <laughs> yeah. No. No. There's two in the Pit with him though. Oh, the one that comes out the wall? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, the yeah, one yeah, that came... okay. yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, no, I get you now, yeah. Something I missed, um, <laughs> the draw. Something you missed? No, um, like the first time I watched it, you know where it's like, sort of, almost like disconnecting his brain cells? Mm. Yeah, what, it's, it's kind of... trying to remember, like, when I was watching it, I was like, what, what was this demon's, uh, traits again, or... <laughs> Praise on like uh, a weak emotion, yeah. Praise on emotion, emotion and fragile. stuff like that, yeah. And so why was it? But he, he, he like popped all their cells and stuff like that. But then what? You know, know. it's just no, kind I of bigger effects. Maybe no, he was trying know. to open them up so he could control them. Mm. Maybe he's just taken Ash's one and only brain cell. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I like it as well, eh? like Pablo's acting exactly like Ash. It, it, it wasn't that oh, Pablo had the idea of summoning a demon. It was no Ash summoned a demon. It was his yeah. idea. It's quite gruesome. It's oh, yeah, it's brutal killing. It's just something, it's something new, isn't it? It's something, yeah. something different, something we haven't seen. And it gives, it gives Ash a bit of vulnerability for once because this isn't just the usual dead eye that he can just chainsaw up and boomstick. Yeah. Because mm. that, that's the thing. You've seen Ash now, especially in the first like, two episodes. He's back to his badass self and he, it's mm. what he does. For the, you know, it, it's his business. Do you mean dead eye slaying? Is his, that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. But Whereas as well, this is, like... Like you said, it's good to see that there is vulnerability to him. You know, see, he isn't invincible. That shot just there, because people are like, "Oh my god, did that demon just be get killed by the Book of the Dead?" Oh, how stupid! It's like, no, actually, no. I think if he, when she hits him, mm. it gets sucked back through the mouth, which is the mouth to hell, maybe, because it's yeah. fire in the mouth, isn't it? So it looks like that's what I think it is, anyway. Because the book summons, mm. so bang back into the mouth of why isn't it isn't it an exit it's an entrance for them isn't it so surely it's the exit exactly yeah but there will always be more questions raised before we get answers mm. you got to think it's only episode three yeah let's <laughs> It's just the pace of it. It's just, it's relentless. It's not boring. It just goes for it. It's just all per- so perfect so far, isn't it? Everything yeah. about it is so perfect. Characters support each other. They get you know, equal time. It just, <clears throat> boun- it just has a bounce to it. It's just entertainment. There's no sort of like, you know, drop off at any point of each episode. <laughs> <laughs> So smooth. That's the problem with having a, a show as good as this. When you try and do like a commentary companion, yeah, it's hard. You to... just sit there. You're like you're talking, and then you're just like, "Oh, I want to hear what he says." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you've already watched it, yeah, you want mm. you just you can't you just you just can't stop yourself, can you? You miss bits. At the end of the day, we miss bits, you know. Mm. So, for instance, with the masks that we was talking about, both me and Steve said we had to take two, take a second look at it again because we watched it and started fucking hold on a minute. Whether Ash, they were referencing something. Ash actually had some words of wisdom there, you know, like about the cocks and that. Mm. Shows that he's not all a complete idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ash is not a total idiot. I mean, he can make a robotic mechanical hand in <laughs> the Dark Ages <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he can turn the Oldsmobile... Um, into a giant sort of like windmill tank. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a bit. It's probably better if we just like you know don't have army of darkness so much as canon because we don't have to answer the question of how the hell did he get the car fixed up. <laughs> after yeah, exactly. Done to it. <laughs> and plus, I think it would have been a lot of effort to explain how he got from medieval England from the cave or the cave at least in England all the way back to Michigan without a passport well that depends on the ending that you got or you do accept, oh well yes yes of course yeah because if they send him back it's still the question of he still has to do up the car because it was, yeah. it was <laughs> yeah. trashed it's just evil dead we, you know at the end of the day none of the films sort of keep any kind of uh, continuity to something yeah 
Looks like there's going to be some gross tongue thing going on there. Oh, So, um, so what's the name of the uh, the next episode coming out? The next episode, I can't quite remember actually. Let me just do a quick bit of tappy tappy. Tappity tappity. Tappity tappity. Next episode coming out is called uh, Brujo. 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 Not quite sure what exactly that explains at all. Yeah. Brujo. It's um Pablo's. Oh no! Yes, um, it's his uncle, isn't it? Uncle. Of course, yeah. yeah, the ah. um, yeah. So, it, just even just looking at the names of the episodes, they just give you a slight piece of excitement. Rougeau, the host, the killer of the killers, fire in the hole, ashes to ashes, perfectly. It, the bits I like towards the end: ashes to ashes, bound in flesh, and then the dark one. Mm. But how did everyone feel about that episode? Yeah, as I said, that was my. Ap- I, mean, I think it's my favourite. Well, even more than the pilot. Well, no, the pilot's always got something going for I think, it. Yeah, I think I guess the pilot's always going to have its its sort of likability over everything else. But other than that, that was a, literally a ten out of ten episode from. If me. This is yeah. where the season's going. Then you know, I'm all up for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Introduce us to new things. I think obviously this episode was better because it didn't have to just tie off the loose ends from the pilot. No, exactly. It seems Bait, like Bait like, just had to do a little bit of a sort of like sweep up job just to close off the pilot, really, didn't it? Yeah, and exactly. Get, it's, um... it's sort of on its own now, isn't it? Yeah, it's ro- the ball's yeah. rolling. Yeah, the ball's rolling. Um, I don't, I don't think there's anything else really we can say about it other than the fact of how entertaining it still was. And like I said earlier in the episode, I was so happy they answered my que- life, my lifelong question of how the book was created. Mm-hmm. It's as simplistic as that, even with the pages of the slicing of the flesh across the chest and then the blood and just how it became. That that simplistic little animation just was absolute, and it made the episode for me almost. It was absolutely brilliant. It was Anything great. else from you guys? Yeah, it was great. It answered questions. It gave some more exposition and backstory to the um, Necronomicon. It's obviously brought back in the Kandarian Demon, uh, uh, sorry, Kandarian Dagger, yep. and giving it a actual purpose. What I like as well is Ruby, Lucy Lawless's character, is only being featured every now and then. And it's like, it's almost teasing, isn't it? It's almost too teasing. I can't wait to see her and Ash, like, just come, come to head, like, blow to heads, you know, like, because clearly she's got an issue with Ash. And then Ash is going to have an issue with her because essentially her dad has ruined Ash's life. But then at the same time, Ash is the one that's wiped out her family almost. Yeah, well, that's what she's going to think, isn't it? Well, well, yeah, that's what she's going to think. But they, each other, have both got issues with each other, so it's yeah. really interesting to find out how it's going to, uh, how it's going to come to be. But um, yeah, thanks for joining us. If you've got this far so far, just a bit of quick information for you. We've got two special guests on the way, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Well, any anyone wish to sort of break the news themselves? Well, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, I don't know what that's the best way about it. I mean, basically. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the best way to describe best way it, you can uh, explain it is, fortunately, uh, two of Ash's sidekicks um, agreed to come onto the show and give us uh, a little interview in a moment of their time to talk about Ash vs Evil Dead. So 
We spoke to Ray Santiago, and we've also spoken to Dana as well. Dana De Lorenzo, isn't it? Yes, yep. it is. Yes. Um, we've both spoken, we've all spoken to the two of them on separate occasions, so they're going to be two separate interviews, but you guys have got those to look forward to. And both of the interviews dropped some great little teasers as well from what we can expect from both their characters and as well from the TV series in itself. So do we um, do we have a timestamp on when we're dropping those, guys? Uh, they'll be over the next few days. So, I mean, if... From the day this is released, it'll be over the following few days of them. But if you know you're listening to this a week or two after, then just check out the channel or the or iTunes feed because they'll already be on there. And yeah, if you're looking more. for the channel, if you're look, listening to this audio or audially from um, iTunes, go onto YouTube, search "Hail to the Chin" podcast. You'll absolutely you will not miss our channel um, our channel icon and even the subscribe button on the search results, and you will see a list of the episodes. That are there also you can get us on twitter at hail two that's the number two so that's hail to the chin as simple yep. as that um, and it, it doesn't stop there either we've got a lot lined up we've got a lot oh, yeah. other guests lined up but you know um in sort of tradition from sort of another show i do we don't reveal anything until we've recorded it or you know or we have something you know movie. yeah basically <laughs> until the what they're actually recorded but we've got a ton of things lined up in the next week or so so once Evil, yeah dead once, fans around yeah right. so, so once um so not just ash versus evil dead we're talking about the whole franchise yeah we're talking about evil dead as well backstory the lot you know people from from the past and possibly maybe even beyond you never know whether some of the old characters are going to get some cameos or even some mentions yeah you never know what's going to happen because <clears throat> we go well yeah we had a little teaser from one of the guests anyway so that was one thing you can uh look forward to in the episode one thing that I, I just kind of want to spoil everything because it's just so exciting but we won't i'll, sh- I'll shut my mouth now on it yeah i mean <laughs> if if you haven't already you know subscribe to the channels because they're all going to be on there anyway and um we're also going to start putting out some other cool little these are probably be youtube centric like some cool little videos of some mm. you know uh, collectibles and um yeah merchandise some uh you know just cool little tidbits um so just making it more worth your while to follow us subscribe yeah and to check out the channel from every now and then steve have you got anything to add mate no it's just really amazing and i agree that um stuff lined up if you're an evil dead fan don't miss out yeah yeah it's going to be fantastic yeah and do us a favor as well um just you know share share as much as you can keep the ash vs evil dead wave going you know yep. yeah the, the more uh the more you share hail to the chin the more guests we'll be able to get yeah, yeah exactly thanks for joining us those guys remember hail to the chin that's the number two on twitter and hail to the chin podcast on youtube thanks for joining us and we shall see you for episode four brujo